Welcome to Mundo! chat podcast i am your host flapjack bill and joining me today is my partner in crime the one the only colonel kraken we're here to talk mad shit about league help the low elo plebs like ourselves climb and generally entertain you this is a safe space for feeders and scrubs now mute all and let's invade red okay all right howdy it's my boy colonel kraken how you doing today man uh doing all right like six out of ten, seven out of ten. It could be worse. Yeah, I'm doing. I'm doing. I'm doing like a like like a. Yeah, well, it's all good. All right. Well, as you can already tell, we are Flapjack Bill, Colonel Cracking. Uh, we've been playing the game League of Legends for shoo. We started back in what 2013. 2013 is when we started. Like with like bot games, maybe I think we started like twenty like January twenty fourteen or like I think we no it, it must have been like twenty thirteen yeah because that's when we because, started college yeah because we got or at least I'm not I don't know about you but for me I got introduced when we were hey because we we uh, we were college roommates yep and we were in the dorms hanging out and I'm like playing video games and our like our third roommate um was playing this game and like it, i just kept hearing like like an enemy has been slain like enemy triple kill <laughs> enemy quadra kill and you're like fucking shit i'm like bro like are you okay man like what's going on there bro and I'm like i like look over at his screen and I just see some like some like it wasn't really that anime back then it was more no, it was ugly it was more just on the, it was more just on like a medieval like uh kind of more like just generic like fantasy like side and yeah. like everyone else in the like everyone in the hall like play that played league too so i just hear people just like screaming and yelling and just that narrator over and over again or like uh like a yo tut has been destroyed and i'm like what are you guys playing like <laughs> i look over and i was like hey that looks kind of sick and then we just start playing with them mostly uh yeah that was uh that was how i personally got all the way into pc gaming i had not played pc games before league and uh oh really yeah oh yeah, yeah. i think you, yeah, you mentioned that yeah. i was a um, i was a console only boy back then call of duty tryhard you know <laughs> so i took all that salt and all that pent-up aggression and tension and hatred of authority and just plugged it yeah. in the league yeah and we played well that was back in we played so many bot games i remember we like, did we played first like three oh or God. four months we literally just played like twisted tree line i remember playing a lot of twisted tree line back then you know that's because we could do like you me and casey or you me and i don't know one of the other dudes in the hall that was available to play and we would just yeah play yeah, yeah threes yeah um what did you play back then oh dude back then uh the free rotation champs because yeah. it yeah. cost I a million blue essence to get any champions my oh no it was influence points oh god that's right <laughs> that was back before the essence days 
Oh my word! I can't remember the old days of League. Yeah, it's not even the um, old days. Yeah, it's some like Mesozoic era. Like, <laughs> it's not that bad. Um, it's not as bad as like twenty, like beta or like twenty ten. But I yeah, remember... I remember I played Malphite because my reasoning was if I don't die, that means I'm in the game longer, so I can like learn to play because I'm not dead as much. <laughs> that which is uh, that's straight up just if quick hot tip. If you want to climb, just don't die. No, just don't. Well, actually, taking the game seriously though, like um, or like playing ranked a lot, yeah. for me, I I really think the first season that I put like a hundred, like over a hundred games into a ranked season was like season, um, probably season seven or eight, honestly, because. Yeah, it just it just kind of took a while for me to really start to be like committed. To uh, what about you? When was your first like your first like real like competitive season like in the ranks uh, in like a solo queue? Let me see. We were looking at our OPGGs the other day. I'm gonna pull it up right now because I remember we dabbled in ranked in seasons like four and five. Oh, oh yeah, not. Nah. But back then we these because we played like thirty games. <laughs> yeah. I played like thirty games. We, we didn't play near yeah. enough. Oh, I'm by looking... the way, I think we should go. We should go over like our, like our roles and our like our mains. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a that's a good thing to do. I reckon. Um, yeah, at the at like the present time or at now. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, what 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 are you mating now? Me, I am pretty much a sup, a one trick sup. Um, I go and I'm kind of a meta slave a little bit. I just go Nami, mostly Nami. Uh. Nautilus and um, and after that it drops into pretty much just whatever strong like if like Leona's available or Swain is like a good pick for the team but mostly just hopping back and forth between Nami and Nautilus depending on like what the team needs uh, Nami is usually a little bit more versatile whereas with I mean Nautilus is so freaking strong you can make the same case as well but yeah, I mean, nothing super, nothing super crazy. Just uh, support main, Nautilus, Nautilus, Nami, pretty much exclusively. Uh, sometimes, sometimes I'll play like freaking Ivern Jungle or just some some whack shit. Uh, but I'm messing around. <laughs> with it. Nothing, nothing, nothing too wild. No, you take uh, you take ranked pretty seriously uh, overall. <laughs> just in it, just in like terms of who you who you play like consistently you you put the most most of your games into your main which is smart um as for me uh i'm a fuck, man i bounce around the game so much but this past two seasons i've been a mid lane main and i've been playing anivia when i want to climb stay in mid lane main. you better play because anivia doesn't climb she flies bro <laughs> you know what? You know what? You're right. She does. Yeah. She can soar. Uh, I don't know. Uh, you know whether or not she's like an S tier champion, but I feel like I have a really good handle on the champion, and I can play it into just about any matchup uh, outside of Anivia. If it like in the one in three hundred games that it gets banned, uh, I like control mages. Um, I wanted to spend this off-season learning assassins, but unfortunately, I'm bad at assassins. I'm just not good <laughs> at it. I can play Akali, but that's because she's busted as shit. 
And that's about it. I don't really have uh, any other assassins in my back pocket, but I play AD as a off-roll to supplement the bot lane with your boy over there. Mm -hmm. My off-roll is... Uh, support, but with more damage. <laughs> so, so jungle. So your off-roll is jungle. <laughs> yeah, uh, um, yeah, but... Probably shouldn't hang up too long on that. So, but why? Why do we play this game anyway? Well, like, why do we keep coming back to it, even though it has like clear flaws, and even though there's life has so much more to offer than get, uh, getting your inhibitors smashed at twenty minutes? <laughs> like, oh what's yeah? Uh, I keep personally, I keep coming back to this game because uh, I made a lot of friends back in college in that first year where we were roommates and uh then i had to unfortunately move away from all you guys out there and league was one of the only games that we all played together so it's how i was able to keep in contact with a lot of people and mm -hmm. so that kept me going for a while and then i found a competitive drive for it so yeah. i'm just uh i enjoy the game more now now that i think about what i'm doing and how i can you know be the best that i can be in it and I'm just shit at shooters anymore, so it's all leave from here, <laughs> yeah. baby. Yeah, no, it's definitely that like community aspect plays a big role. Cause like if, if like, if like mahjong or something was like <laughs> the game of the, <laughs> if you were just all a bunch of like badass Jenga players or something, maybe maybe that would be the the game that we, or in that hall or whatever. If that was the community we ended up in, then maybe we'd be playing that. But who knows? Uh, for me specifically, like um, there, there is that community aspect of it where it's like you know it's the game that all the guys played, so you know it's just fun to it's just it's just fun to you know play with people that you that like you vibe with and stuff like that. Yeah. But also like with League specifically, why I kept coming back to that when I kept coming back to it is that. Um, I feel like with League, each game of League has very distinct... I like the very distinct phases of League, like the late game, the mid game, late game, the mid game, and the early game. And when you play one game of League, it feel the different phases just keep it fresh over the runtime of the game. And there's like noticeable change over the course of like the 20 to 40 minutes that you play. Mm -hmm. um, so I just really like that dynamic. And the fact that like the there's like games within the games of when you're so like so like with smash like i love smash and i play it a lot it's just it's just that that kind of it's just like it's just that game right um yeah. the one v the 1v1 one duel against the other guy but in league what i like is like just CSing feels like a game in and of itself. Just dueling your lane opponent feels like a game in and of itself. Team fighting is a completely different beast. And I like it how all those different things feel so dis distinct with each other and those different facets of the game kind of interweave along with each other. And like I can't I can't really find that in like any other like competitive like genre. It's like it it's almost like something it's almost like something like exclusively to like MOBAs or like League, which is what I like a lot about it. Okay. And then thirdly, <laughs> I like thirdly, um, even though like legit like there's a business side to it, I I, I kind of wish the game would slow down a bit. 
-hmm. and take a, take time to just settle. I actually kind of do like the fact that it the meta goes through so many different phases and so many different like life cycles and stuff like that. So it's exciting to it's exciting to be like a long running player in this game and like seeing it go through like so many different chapters and so many different um, like evolutions. Um, that's cool. I mean, we're kind of more in like League of Legends three or like League of Legends four, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> but um, uh, the and that thing, those factors are what is what keeps bringing me back to it, despite the games and like riots, the flaws at times. Um, it's it's good yeah. to it's good to have all those those reasons to keep coming back to a game. It shows that it definitely shows that Riot, even though they fuck up a lot of stuff they're doing something right enough to keep their player base one of the biggest ones in the world on a game yeah. that is largely criticized for a lot of things and not nearly hyped up enough for how cool it is and how much fun it is across all levels of play. <clears throat> I think on a on a base game design, just the three lane three lanes, five players, a jungle, get to the other side of the map and kill their then kill their crystal is just a really it's just a really awesome like game design it's it's kind of like it's kind of like when super smash brothers was introduced and it's like yeah it's a fighting game but instead of killing the health bar you have to knock them off the screen it's just like the base concept is just really it's just really cool and i know that it's like yeah like dota came first blah 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 blah, blah. um good old grandfather but, dota yeah it's just I, I think I'd play I play any MOBA honestly. Um, I mean League is the one that I ended up on, but um, I just I just think MOBAs are like really sick for for those like. <coughs> um, also, the other thing about League I like a lot is um, and this and this can kind of segue into into like our pros discussion. Yeah, is that League feels like kind of the perfect. A blend of sports and like fantasy sci-fi and stuff mm -hmm. and it's funny because like in sports let's say your offensive line is giving up a bunch of sacks it's like oh no our old line is trash but in league of legends you have the same like analogy but instead it's like oh no gragas is 0-7 and it's like this like fat dude with a barrel and, like <laughs> he's like like drunkenly like going crazy and stuff and he's like man bro you're 0-7 like god you're freaking ruin it for us and it, and, it, and it feels like you're in a sport like like with like clayton kershaw or like jordan or something and it's just <laughs> it's just that inner, but the but it but instead of it being a human being or like a person it's this like little tiny yordle with like a blow dart <laughs> it's like oh he's, he's like freaking popping off on us and it's just like a freaking anime girl which <laughs> 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 just makes it funny and and so uh Oh my god! Yeah, uh, uh, nobody loves Tima. Yeah. Oh man. Um, so, speaking of pros, uh, I have written down here. You know, do do we do we give a fuck about pros? And I personally, I love the pro scene. I love everything about it. It it harnesses like. So when I was a kid, I used to play baseball, and I enjoyed yeah. playing baseball. It was fun. I was terrible, but <laughs> the coach put me in right field always no exceptions <laughs> just go stand out there in the grass don't do anything it'll be fine they're not gonna hit it that far anyway so like i always enjoyed playing those team games but 
uh, video games were just a real passion of mine. And so to see uh, after playing, you know, the hundreds of bot games with all the guys in the dorms and just playing in-house 5v5s and stuff like that, like seeing people <laughs> take this game that I was learning and elevate and it. Just to yeah. this this incredible olympian status that i can't attain but i want to is just so cool to me yeah. and i've kept up i've kept up every year with the lcs with the lec uh worlds uh even yeah even most recently i'm, I'm starting to dip into korea and china to see what they're doing yeah over just there. For, uh for our listeners out there uh flapjack's the big flapjack's the big uh he he's the big esports guy he follows and keeps track of like the the day-to-day stuff yep. um i i'm i'm like a sport i'm like a traditional sports guy like i know a lot about i know about a lot about like football baseball and basketball and stuff like that so um and it's i'm really i'm really drawn to esports as well just because it has actually a lot of similarities to traditional sports and unique things about the unique things about it that make it fresh and speaking of that olympian level i think something that people don't really take for granted with the esports is that like i watch i watch the nfl and i watch um like mlb and the nba and stuff like that and Mm -hmm. um like i don't want to brag or uh i shouldn't brag or anything but i did i did sports i was a a track and field cross country guy and you were a goddamn good one (laughs) (laughs) um yeah um but like when i watch when i watch esports sometimes or i'm watching like world or something like that i'm like i'm like these guys are legit making fewer mistakes than like the green bay packers (laughs) like 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 g2 would literally roll up on the freaking saints Like I'm like I'm like I'm like I'm like all right all right let's take, let's take what what was a really good the G two the G two like SKT series this year yeah if that was a football game imagine like a twenty one to twenty just absolute slugfest where like no one is committing a penalty everyone runs perfect routes everyone runs perfect defense no one drops a pass no one messes up like that's what it would look like if it was a football game. Because the esports players, just ob- for obvious reasons, they take so they can practice, they can practice and train, like time wise, so much longer than like you can in physical sports. That like you can completely perfect it down to like the frame, like down to like, yeah, down to like the frame. I think the uh, and, like that, da- yeah. I think the average practice time in North America right now is anywhere from eight to ten hours a day. They're playing the game, or they're watching the game, or they're learning just like and, they're watching their own reels of stuff that they did in practice that day. The special thing about esports is that like because it's computer generated and it's all it's all mathematical, you can control you can control like uh like down to like the very like 0.00 value number or whatever. Because everything everything is generated like synthetically. Yeah. So you know exactly how to plan, how to plan forward, or you know exactly how to plan in advance and how to practice for the things that have been put and implemented into the game, and that's where it gets so freaking competitive, and so strategic, because like there's no like there's no hiding, you know what I mean? Like, 
Yeah. Or it's yeah. like everyone knows how much health the Gromp has. Everyone knows how much damage uh, like Kiana's like abilities do and stuff like that. And now in season ten, everyone knows when all the camps spawn. So. <laughs> yeah, because there's a little timer. <laughs> um, they, they're they're just handing yeah. jungle to everyone on a silver platter. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, if you were to if if you were to pick a team like say that you were contractually obligated to watch the LCS this year for both spring and summer split, if you were to pick a team to watch, which one would you like cheer for? Um, I'm not too sure. Uh, I would like I would like to see. I mean, I have my fanatic keyboard. So <laughs> it'd be it'd be nice to see them pull through a little bit. Uh, I want to see where um, FPX goes. Yeah, um, yeah. Just because they have, I mean, they're pretty young. They're pretty hot. It's I want to see how they end up maturing. Um, I want to see. I want to see G two kind of like respond or um, kind of how they handle like the three O. Or getting three out. I want to see how they, um, how they progress forward from that. Um, it kind of reminds me of like the Rams in a lot of ways, where it's like, oh, it's this incredible team. It's this like revolutionary. Uh, I mean, because like what G what G two is doing was was pretty historic. Um, and it rem reminded me of the Rams in twenty eighteen a lot, where like you know it's a new face on the scene. Um, you know it's Europe, so it's not, it's not. S like it's a it's a fresh face and then just uh the three uh, just to get oh three is like pretty heartbreaking like how the rams just got pretty much blanked in the super bowl yeah um so it's gonna be interesting to see how they how they adapt and, and improve and, and move forward and that was uh, <clears throat> that series that world's finals that you were talking about yeah. that series g2 is favored to win like an easy 60 to 40 like they yeah. they spent the whole year cleaning house on everyone. They won every single tournament that they participated in up to Worlds. They won. Well, I don't think is... I don't think they dropped a best of three or a best of five. No, they didn't even play best of threes. Yeah. They didn't drop a single best of five for all of 2019 until they played FPX. Well, and the other thing is in in people's and also like G two just had a lot of clout. Like they had a big, they just they had a big, just like media presence. Uh, oh yeah. But like the pers the personalities on the team, and the fact that um, they beat, they beat um freaking SKT. They beat SKT in a really like, pretty cinematic like head turning fashion. And there was that. I mean, I think this is. I hope this doesn't get swept under the rug of like um like historical moments and, but. When Faker died on Kiana in that one play, and the announcer was oh like, "Faker, what was that?" Like that was like, oh. <laughs> that was did, like, did you see? That was like low key heartbreaking, dude. Did you see and when I, they cut to him and he was shouting at his teammates? Actually, oh my he god, was he was tilted. Shaking. He was. Um, that that's yeah, a tilting and, moment too. To make... and that's why that's why I think esports is actually like legit competitively because I'm like. I'm like that's some that's some real shit that you see that you see in like NBA finals or like Super Bowls, like that that was real. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, Faker actually <clears throat> felt that. Um, that's and... that's LeBron making a foul that he never intended to make and then shouting at a ref yeah, about it. Like, yeah. it's huge. It's like, yeah, 
or it's it's like it's like seeing it's like when Tom Brady threw that interception and oh. it like oh. it's when he when he threw the pick six and and the Patriots lost to the Titans. It's like oh my gosh, like here's a go like this is the passage of time and like the inevitability just um, rolling forward. And it's crazy to see like traditional sports narratives now kind of getting played out in esports. Yeah. Um, Esports is gonna. Wow. I think. I think it's gonna continue to evolve to to where, yeah. like more and more sport, more and more esports are gonna keep unfolding the way that League has, uh, yeah. Rainbow Six Siege has, Rocket League, all this, yeah. all these different games that we're well, getting that millions of people have access yeah. to, and it's it also, we're gonna have more and more of those moments the further we progress. Yeah. It just we need to have we need to allow time. Or like time just needs to go by for narratives like that to develop for like you know legacy like faker legacies to get made for like like there's no such thing as a as a rising star in a in a, in a in a sport that's only been around for a year you know what I mean like yeah. things need to take time you know what I mean Tom um, Brady isn't the best quarterback in the NFL off of his first season like he's been yeah, the best or, for a long time you're exactly right you just yeah. you need the time and I mean faker. Yeah. Faker's had that time though. He's had what uh, four, four, five, six. He's been around for a long time, and he's yeah. easily been the best mid out of Korea, except maybe. Fuck no, he's from China. Yeah, no, I think Faker is probably just gonna re- remain the most dominant mid laner out of Korea for quite some time. Yeah, um, yeah, but yeah, but basically, in short, esports is legit. <laughs> it, it's it's really cool. G- gamers rise up. Uh, Tell that it, to your dad when he starts bitching about them showing League or Rocket League on ESPN <laughs> four at three o'clock in the morning when he wants to watch the yeah, game but... in peace in his underwear on the couch. God. <laughs> uh, Sitting right, on the couch dad, with like, a beer in hand. Esports. Yeah. My dad's like, he's like an actual boomer. Like he was born in forty eight, <laughs> so he's like seventy five. But the thing is, he's like ascended. Like past like his boomer phrase. Now, now he he would just be like, "Wow, and and that's a, and you play that, and wow, and everyone plays that too." No like, uh, but so he's even though he's just your dad, he's hit crazy grandpa status. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's awesome. That is, he ascended from Jedi Knight to like master, and I was just like, <laughs> oh man. Um. Well. For me, uh, <clears throat> wrapping back towards the uh, team that we're looking forward to doing well, um, since I keep more close eye on everything in the league scene, and I've seen where the players have gone during the off season and all the trades that have been made and everything, I uh, oh, I'm just the worst because I want I want for TSM to be good again. <laughs> I I love them. And great TSM, great again. The, the 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 heartbreak of the century was when they were like, "Yeah, fuck double lift," and they just threw them away. Like, bruh, oh my god, how? Anywho, <clears throat> they've been yeah. just real rough looking for the last like two years, and they like cleaned house. They kicked everybody off the team except Bjergsen, who now owns part of the team. And they basically gave him a little more control over who he wants to bring into the team. And he brought back one of the best supports that's ever been on TSN. Uh, they got Dardoch. Oh, yeah, now one they're, the, they're going to be 
they're they're gonna be a spicy team to see coming in. They got one of the best. It's gonna be really fun narrative. Yeah. Um, they got one of the best to everybody. I feel like. So yeah. we'll we'll see how they perform. Just, I, I want to see how Beardson challenges. I mean, challenges the notion of like esports. Esports athletes have like short lifespans. Um, I want to see how Beardson kind of. I see how Bjergsen and some of the older players sort of challenge that. Yeah, I think like I don't like, even I don't even know how to do it, man. So, like, um, <laughs> I mean, when you like, it, I don't know because I don't do traditional sports. You know, I don't know what an average football practice looks like. Like, how long does it take? Uh in in football. Yeah, football specifically. Um, football is pretty time consuming just because in comparison to other sports i mean i did play football and i i quit it i i quit i quit to do to focus on like track and stuff like that blah 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 blah. but with football it takes like four like total but like it's because you have to do weights and then you have to do drills and then you have to scrimmage and then you have to watch game film and that's why like football players gpas are always so freaking low it's just because in football there's just so much stuff you have to do whereas comparatively like track athletes and cross-country runners their gpas are always really high and it's like oh why are they why are their gpas always so high all the time it's like yeah because we show up we run and we leave it's like like, legit legit have like 90 minute practices like (laughs) and you got you, you can you can have some of the best track athletes in the world like olympian status guys who are running like crazy record setting times on any event that they're in and these guys are putting in a couple hours of practice a day max i mean i mean along with their stretching and other training it's it's just in in comparison to like i mean on the pro level it's it's 24 7 on the pro level it's 24 7 but like in high school and college and stuff like that you know there's that there's kind of that difference and discrepancy but like as far as esports go i'm just it's just like if if you can if you can remain re- if you can remain relevant in the pro scene for like more than like two years, <laughs> yeah, like I feel like that that makes you an old timer. And like you were saying, Bjergsen, he's been around. He played in Europe for like I think two years before he even came to NA and took over yeah. mid lane at TSM. And like he's just been going strong, always a top three mid in North America since he's been here. And Doublelift, a resident, he's just been top three forever since he started. So I think those two guys actually, I think they have the longest careers in North America at least. Mm-hmm. Maybe, nah, there's probably a couple more that I'm forgetting. But Double Doublelift for sure is one of the guys who's just, he's he's got that longevity. And he's not like slowing down either. He's performing the beard. really well. This is the beard. Beard, Beardson. Beard for Beardson, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, so TSM, how the... How, how the, the mighty have fallen. How, how the world's... Uh, dude, TSM reminds me of the Angels, bro. The freaking Angels. Beardson's Mike Trout. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, just stranded on a freaking S- island. Stranded. No hope. Yeah. So it's like if the Angels dumped their entire roster and then just drafted a bunch of rookies to try and fit in around Mike Trout. That's like what's happening. Yeah. Uh, oh man, we got yeah, new teams so, um, too. We got new teams into the LCS. We got Dignitas. They're back. They 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 stole like their the slot team? back. It is well, like the team? grandpa team. And 
and it's supposed to be like some grandpa team where it's like a bunch of it's like Afro Moon, a bunch of like freaking Oh, who's Afro Moon on right now? It's a bunch of like boomer like uh like pro guys and they just sort of threw together. Um the name escapes me. It might be but, 100 Thieves. I don't remember who yeah. he signed with. I'll pull it up so I can just see it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we've got uh, Evil Geniuses forming again. That's super cool. They, uh, they got a bunch of, they got a bunch of guys out there that, uh, people are shocked about. They picked up, uh, Cloud9's fucking, dude, TSM with the history of throwing away good players. TSM drops Svenskeren a couple years ago. Cloud9 picks him up. Cloud9 makes him the best jungler in North America. He wins MVP of Summer Split this, in 2019. They go to Worlds. He has a rough time, and they kick him immediately after they're eliminated from Worlds. Like, he's off the team instantly. I don't know what the fuck happened. It was like, it made people's heads spin. It was so fast. They just threw him away. And everyone, like, casters, analysts, everybody who, like, watched it but doesn't have necessarily the insider knowledge, they were like, what the fuck are you doing? What do you mean you throw him away? And then Evil Geniuses signed him first, and that was crazy cool. So we're going to see. We're going to see how they, uh... We're going to see how they do. I'm trying to All right. fucking... I think that does answer our question, though. <laughs> I don't even remember the question. Do we give a oh, fuck yeah, about we, pros? Yeah, we give a fuck about pros. <laughs> <laughs> I think... Uh, yeah, yeah, we give a fuck about pros. Uh, do we want to talk about Season 9? Because we've got a shitload of time left, and nah, we, we can we can talk let, about the bullshit that happened. Let's hit our, let's hit our spicy takes oh first. yeah yeah, just drop, yeah yeah just drop that right into the freaking middle just like just like in the middle of the movie when just some random thing happens <laughs> when some random shit happens okay you you have <laughs> you have some more like i i i'll say uh uh, uh well scripted hot takes on league so we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna let you take the first one what is your hottest league of legends take uh my spiciest hmm I mean, I don't think this is spicy, but this is something that's just I want to just get off my chest, all right? All right. And, and, and it's support is hard. <laughs> support is hard. It is a legitimate role of skill. And 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 it's like, oh, support's easy to play. It's like, it's easy to play. And if you play it easy, that's why you lose. Um, it's one of those things where, like, it's like, oh my God. it's like trying to, playing support, it's like trying to win the world championship of making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich like anyone can make them <laughs> but do you honestly believe you have the best peanut butter and jelly sandwich <laughs> out of everyone how do you win that <laughs> yeah um but <coughs> yeah oh I have a lot of pent-up like support main sort of victimization like complex going on but I love um, I love when we play duos and we talk about like what's what's gonna be our hottest take for the first episode of the podcast and it's always you always default to this is so fucking hard you know how hard it is to slog through the mud and the other five players on the enemy team while dragging all the other dumbasses on my uh, team oh my I, god I, I think I think it's like it's not it's not that I'm like it's not really something where I'm like 
I'm like, oh, I want people to like SMD and like freaking like I want freaking like like a freaking man card because I've played support or something like that. It's just like I want there to be more like enthusiasm about the role. Like I want people to try it, um, stuff like that. Or I want people to <coughs> kind of see the game like through a different lens. You know what I mean? Just to change the things up a bit. I think, and I think what makes uh, what we talked about or like what you just mentioned with the slogging through the whatever is like the most consistent thing that people complain about with league of legends is like i wouldn't be in gold if it wasn't for my insert and the, or insert blank and the insert blank is always well, my like brain dead numbskull teammates and you think about league and it's like all right what's the objective of the game it's to do damage to the turrets so you can get to their crystal and do damage to it so the crystal blows up but it's like imagine playing a role where you can't do damage to the turrets <laughs> or the next or the other team. Mm. So, how, and the question is, how do you win? It's like, oh gosh, well, I don't know. Um, and that's where the challenge comes in. And I think, yeah, you don't you don't see us, and you don't you don't you don't really trade in the way that laners do. Um, but what balances it out and what makes it like more challenging to win on is the fact that you have handicaps in other areas and like other obstacles that you have to overcome in order to win the game mm -hmm. um so that's and then so once all those factors are considered uh the take is that it's just as intuitive and um it's just as intuitive and proactive as any of the other roles in the game um i think just the stigma comes out because you can't you can play passive on support and you can just stand there and not do anything but that's how you lose and that's how you become a like 300 just body bag and you're, right. you're basically just like a, a second grop a third grop just on the thing yeah um yeah so that's so that my, my take is that support is a legitimate legitimate role it's not it's not easy it's not i'm not in yeah that's my take that's why you hit gold before me <laughs> what's yours oh dude <clears throat> i had to think about it i thought about it a lot today actually what my hottest take about league of legends is and i think i wanted to settle on because i have like a million but i think i wanted to settle on uh a brash statement and yeah having played through preseason where we're getting matched with a wide variety of people i think my hottest league take is everyone who plays the game is fucking bad except for people at the top of diamond and up i think at the top of diamond is where you start to have like properly good players and up to the pro level those are the good players I think below that, it's just degrading tiers of bad. Like Would you I put a, what's the threshold for you? Do you think um, if there is one? I don't know if there is one because okay, so there's this Twitch channel that when they introduced Iron as a uh, a ranking, uh, it only broadcast random Iron Four games. Mm-hmm. And watching those is like watching a train wreck comedy. 
where you yeah, know um, you know everything that's gonna happen and it's just terrible and delicious it's like, and it's awful. like lol hounds and um and like roscon or something i think is how you say it mm. uh like bronze spectates iron spectates and stuff like that yeah um, th those twitch channels funny, they're just a wild. funny thing about uh, this just reminds me of, uh about iron is that like Diamond is like an exclusive. Diamond and up is like an exclusive club. It's like the top two percent or something like that. I actually right. looked when you actually look at the rank distribution for Iron. It really is like there's only like only like one percent of players are in Iron or something. It's like two percent. It's like it's like it's it's almost it's just as exclusive and and wild to be in Iron as it is to be in like Diamond and up. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you so, like you have to find a way to get to Iron. Like <laughs> yeah. Like now that now that you mention it, uh, I I just pulled up the uh, rank distribution across. Uh, yeah. I believe it's across just all of solo queue across all regions. Um, Challenger, if you're in Challenger, right, that's cream of the crop. You're the best of the best. You're yeah. in the top point zero one three percent. That is insane. Zero There's one, like not one point zero one three. There are so few people. <laughs> If you want to drop down to a level where you're in the one percent, like it's it's just that it's the top two tiers of diamond. That's when you're in the one percent. Yeah, and like it, I feel like it should be stated that I am in gold. I am not yeah, a we, good we're, player. We're both we in are, gold. We are, we are gold poo poos. Uh, we'll talk about the president of the show going forward, but. Um... The kind of the premise, the premise of the entire podcast is it, it's like we're doing like a day, a day in the life and like a, uh, a sort of a broadcast of whether we sink or swim this season. Yeah. And we're going to try to keep it as authentic and like raw as possible. Um, and uh, so it's kind of like di diary, like diary of a wimpy kid, except a diary <laughs> of a hard stock, gold. So <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah. It, so like you were saying i i think just in terms of the hot take like when you pull up so like, everyone is bad the, yeah everyone's bad the rank distribution from diamond down if you're in diamond four you're in the top four percent of players like that alone is pretty impressive but we've been playing in uh just norms in solo queue out here during the offseason, we've matched with a couple of Diamond 4 players, and it's not that they make, like, game-ending plays that are really progressive yeah. and really good. Like, they just don't make is. mistakes. Well, and also, it's like, they're doing... It's like, because they made one less mistake than you, they're now one step ahead, and they will always be one step ahead. Like, have you, have you played someone in Smash where, like, it's not like they're doing anything fancy on you, but, like, you give them 40 like 30 percent they give you 40 and then it just keeps piling up over and over again yeah that happens when um, i play against you <laughs> no I, uh, well i kind of just have more of like a trade like play style but, uh, but I, I digress but, <laughs> um, yeah it's just when you see when you when you when like the season nine like ADHD freaking matchmaking comes into play and like it throws a silver player against like a diamond player mm -hmm. There isn't there isn't anything there isn't one thing that the diamond player is is doing that like, like whoa he's doing 
blah, 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 or he's doing some crazy exploit that, like, you can learn today. It's like, nah, they're just, they're doing little things better consistently over the course of 30 minutes. And hate it, hate it as much as you like, like, yeah, no one and, can see us. Yeah, yeah, so, so your take is everyone's bad, or a lot of, the, most, the vast, uh, like, 90, yeah. vast majority of the player base is not actually good at the game. Yeah. Um, just in comparison, because you can be really good at the game and be in gold, but in comparison yeah. to the guys who are the best at the game, you're still probably you're trash. Not. And what's frustrating about it is, I mean, if you're like a lower like player or something like that, or like the harsh reality you kind of just have to accept if you do want to climb is that it's like they're they're not doing anything that you're not that you don't know. like. They're not doing anything. They're just doing it better, or it's like you're trying to see us and they're trying to see us, but they're just doing it better. Right. You're trading and they're trading and they're just doing it better. Like. Right. Um, I mean, and then there's things with like you know, better map awareness, better macro, like far more intimate understanding of the game, just on like a knowledge level, like when power spikes are, right. what items do what exactly, what things are exactly as powerful as blah 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 blah, blah. but at the end of the day they're also doing those universal things just just better like and that's something that's hard to realize where it's like hey like i do have to improve on my fundamentals and on my you know base level things and all the youtube videos and all the podcasts in the world are not gonna make me kill those damn minions better right it, that's it's not practice you know what i mean um no exactly it's it's like when I it's like when I used to run. Um, there were some guys that were just that had all this knowledge. Just they just knew all this stuff about running. Or like in some of the I'm a coach too. Uh, I coach high schoolers, and some of the kids like they they like know more about running and know more about like the pro scene, know more about like the human body and like the physic and like physiology and stuff like that. And I do, and I'm like, but. Did you work out today? Did you run today? Ah, oh, nah, I, I was injured. I, I don't like da da da. I'm like, then dog, it's, it's not gonna, it's not gonna matter, man. Like, like you, you got to put it. All the knowledge in the world yeah. won't carry you through to getting the practice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> let's see. Where are we at with time? We got probably like a couple minutes to just talk about the debacle that was season nine before we talk <laughs> about what uh what we're gonna do with the show going forward and then uh, a little sneak preview of what next episode's gonna be like. So, dude, we what started one... we started fucking season nine. Oh my god, you remember the matchmaking where you played? Uh, yeah. You locked what in is what is one positions thing? What is one like unique perspective you think you had on the season? Like. That you haven't Ooh. really heard on like maybe another podcast or maybe in a video or something like that. What what's your opinion of what of what you thought was lacking from season nine? Um Okay. When the season started and they were doing positional cues, like you would queue up mm -hmm. to play mid lane or whatever. Yeah. Not not like the way it is now, but I, like so fucking long ago. It was like what? Almost a year? Yeah. Um that had a really heavy toll on high elo in like that diamond to challenger range because yeah. there just weren't enough players. But people complained about it, including myself, all the way down to our elo at the start of the season, which was like 
silver four or something. Yo, I started and... in like freaking bronze. Sadiku, <laughs> 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 damn. I, I I honestly think I started in like freaking bronze three or something, bro. <laughs> That's hell of a climb. Congratulations. Uh, yeah. But like, I don't feel like the positional cues for low elo were nearly as bad as people were making it out to be. And I think the reason for that is like we just have the majority of the player base in low elo, like. Yeah. 60% of the players are in silver and gold. So mm-hmm. have there, it's not like you're lacking mid laners of your caliber to play against yeah. in silver three. Like, there yeah. are other idiots out there just like you. Well, I, I think, uh, sorry to interject, but like, as far as the positional cues on like the bottom of the barrel and just in like in the like in the freaking trash heap, mm-hmm. it's just like in the, in the mosh pit, you know, it's like. What's if, if a silver three? If a silver three top lane gets auto filled to mid, like what? What difference does it really make? Like, it, like it's because it's like yeah. the bad habits. The bad habits are gonna follow you around, sort of. I mean, I, I like still like pick a role, stay with that role, play it, play it, play it. But in comparison to like masters who need to be on like their roles, <laughs> like where that stuff matters. Um. That's that's a good yeah. point. That's that's a really good yeah. point. I feel like you're you're absolutely on the money there. Like I mean, it also it wouldn't match you against if you got auto filled with those positional cues. <laughs> stop that. What the fuck? If you got the <laughs> soundboard now. If you got auto filled to mid lane but you were a top lane main, it was yeah. going to it was going to match you against someone who also got auto filled to mid. Until you yeah. like got your ranking in mid, so if you're a if you're a silver one top laner but you're a bronze one mid laner, and you default to mid in one game, it's gonna put you against a bronze one mid laner. So yeah. you're you're exactly right. Like the mistakes that you make in mid lane, they may not be the same as the ones you make in top lane, but they're gonna put you against someone who's also making the same mistakes. So I feel yeah. like. Like my, it's I don't know if it's exactly a unique perspective on the season, but at least in the beginning, like people were really bitchy, especially in low elo, and I feel like they were just parroting high elo players that they watch or follow. Yeah, like it, it wasn't I, nearly I as bad high, as they were making the high, it out to be. The high elo guys like have like like a legitimate point and stuff. Mm-hmm. I but I think it's like when you're in like silver three and just you just start, you just start like echo chambering like whatever like the prophet hishinshin like said or like, <laughs> <laughs> or like um if you wrote like you know if you read like tyler one like chapter three verse 17 <laughs> i can't like, play the, the, book the of fucking tyler, game <laughs> the book of tyler like, or something like that like, great guys i actually love both of them <laughs> but yeah i'm just like uh, <laughs> oh my god yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Ah, man. Uh, another another thing I just that keeps coming back to this game is just the personalities. They're just. Um, I prefer this game's personalities over the personalities that like other games have, or, like or just like the the famous, like yeah. our our famous people are are, are pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they, um, they the most of the like early some this, of the the, the, pretty... the Smash guys are entertaining. The Smash guys yeah. are pretty entertaining. Yeah, but their I'm whole not, their whole shtick is personality too. I'm I'm not I'm not too big into like the Fortnite. Like I'm not that big of a like ninja guy. Not really. Um, 
but I mean, I we're fo- digressing I follow, a bit. I follow those guys. Anywho, yeah. Uh, what else? What What about you? What's your unique take on season nine, real quick? Um, from my uh, from my support lawn chair that I just sort of sit there and just lob in <laughs> abilities from from safety while people freaking scrum in the mud. Um, well, what I noticed is um, it's a combination of things that I'll get at, but I saw like a general like lack. I just saw a general sense of apathy in like the play, mm. in in the actual like player. Um, like there wasn't a drive. There wasn't really like a drive to win the game. People were just sort of in the game, but they were just sort of. They're just playing like aimless. They're either playing way too selfishly, or they just didn't really have an aim. Like there wasn't like a drive to win from either team, and that's why every game to me wasn't very competitive. And there's balance reasons as to why like games weren't competitive, but it just seemed like each game was a stomp either way. And even when I was winning, it just it just didn't something something just didn't feel right because it's like. It doesn't feel good to be up 30 to 10. Like, not really. I mean, it feels cathartic for a moment. Right. But when all of the games are just landslides either way, um, it sort of just feels like a, what side, of, am I going to be the hammer or the nail this game? Like, whenever time, whenever anytime you queue up. Um, That's a good analogy. Uh, and, yeah. And I kind of, like, mentioned, like, like apathy and like the reasons for it because mm-hmm. i like and compa- oh, if i could compare it to anything to make the point a little more clear like now people care like the, the games that i play in the preseason have been like the best games i've played in like like years Dude, and like this, people this, are like that dragon people update are, man people are pinging they're warding they're grouping they're like they're trying to farm i mean they're not doing it well but like i can tell that they're trying right because like and this is a, a unique thing about like support in jungle, probably. But not only are you're watching other people play, and then so you see like behavioral patterns over time, because jungle and support has to, you know, have to, they have to look around and watch the play of their teammates uh-huh. for like obvious reasons. Um, and I just I see just so much more pro proactivity now, and I think a reason why season nine was so bad about that and like season 10 is looking like a little better but i feel like with the changes right made to the drags for better or worse Ooh. and with the introduction of all that new content yeah it just it kind of reignited the spark for people to try to be proactive in the games um and that and that's what season nine was kind of lacking because a the truncated season b like balance issues c riot just wasn't very um, involved with the player base, mm-hmm. like because like there weren't that many events, there weren't that many skins. Um, it felt like League was getting like the back burner, but it's like, wait, but this is Riot's only video game. What are they doing? Like, and then, it's they, like, then it's they went like, and announced like nine other video games. Yeah, especially when like the Immortal, like when Immortals came around. Like, I normally am not one to like bitch and complain, but like Immortals actually kind of got to me a little bit, and I was like, dang, bro. I'm, literally might have to find another game or another thing to do because I'm like, dude, this is kind of like like uh, this is like the straw, dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, Yeah, and then so in retrospect, things make a little more, more sense with right. all like the, the stuff they announced and stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, I think just 
there was just a lot of apathy and there wasn't much of a passion in like the play from the, the player base and it's like you know what like what can you expect like it's like duh they're not duh the players aren't going to be aren't going to be active when they don't feel like they're being even really um serviced yeah yep. i think uh i think you're right on, right on the money there with uh definitely the apathy i, I noticed it a lot yep. as well mostly because you would point it out to me because i was busy in my mid lane world but um, yeah, I'd be, like, nah, I'd be literally like, be like, oh no, Flapjack, our jungler literally doesn't give a damn. <laughs> it's like, do you think I'm ever going to gank him? Like, no, he doesn't care. Like, <laughs> no, no, why would he gank you? He's he's playing fucking Kane. He wants to get all the kills himself. Yeah, like, it's like he's playing Diablo. Like, he's playing Diablo, <laughs> just PvE, and Kane in the freaking jungle, and he's not going to... Him whatever. versus the world. He doesn't care. Yeah. yeah. Well... That's about all the content that we got for this first episode. Uh, I want to talk briefly about uh, kind of the precedent that we have for the show uh, going forward. We mentioned it earlier, uh, or uh, Kraken did, uh, about like we want to sort of document our uh, our journey through season ten, which is yeah, shaping out to be uh, yeah, it's it's shaping up to be uh, a pretty juicy looking season, and I think uh, this is potentially easily the season that you're gonna reach plat, and I'll probably be chasing close at your heels. Uh, Depending on how much I get to play this season, and yep. uh, so we're definitely we're gonna keep we're gonna keep tabs on that. Um, I'm gonna keep everybody posted on the pro scene uh, every week as it unfolds. Um, we're gonna share tips and tricks that help us on our grind through the low elo. Um, what worked for us in season nine, what's working for us in season ten, uh, and then uh, I think that's that's pretty much how we're gonna keep it going, and we're gonna keep it this sort of you know, free-flowing uh, sort of a stream of consciousness type conversation between the two of us. Uh, if we have a chance, we'll try and get some uh, guest stars in, see if we can get some of our buddies, some of our friends who are better, worse, whatever, than we are, uh, to talk to them as well. Um, and as for next episode, which I have no idea when this is coming out yet, I'm still working on some behind-the-scenes stuff to make sure that we can get this show up and out to you people. Uh, whenever it comes out, a week later, the second episode is going to come out. We're going to record that probably next week. And uh, in that episode, we're going to de dedicate the whole thing to a systematic ranking of every champion. In our opinions, uh, are we going to put them S through whatever our worst uh, letter grade is going to be? S is obviously going to be the best. Uh, K, K is the worst letter grade. K? K? Kale. Yeah, K. <laughs> Kale. Yeah. She's being deleted Kale. from the game. Oh yeah, she is. She's the top one for Gragas. <laughs> <laughs> Gragas and Brom from G to yeah. K, yeah. yeah. Uh, so we're we're gonna do a, a a systematic letter grade for every champion that's in the game, including hopefully uh, Set, who is the newest champion set to come out. Haha, <laughs> ha. got, got him, got him. Uh, but uh, yeah, we'll we'll be doing that, uh, recording that, hopefully next week, and uh, as soon as I can, I'll be getting these episodes up and out. Uh, in the meantime, you know, play the game, man. It's a it's a fun ass video game. You can find us by our summoner handles. Feel free to, you know, friend us. We'll probably ignore you, but maybe not. No, no. Yeah, except I'm gonna I'm, I'm lonely. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kraken's, lo Kraken's lonely. He'll accept. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. Well, that's gonna do it for us tonight. Thank you all for uh, tuning in, slogging it through this uh, this inaugural episode with us. It's gonna be a good time going forward. Hopefully, we can do this for who knows how long. We're gonna have a good time with it. Uh, 
In the meantime, good night. That's got a sting. <laughs>